What's up, loved ones? Welcome back to Happily Ever Muhammad. I'm Mustafa, the dope dad, the husband, the reform angry black man. Uh, okay. I'm Ashley, the mom, the wife, and the hopeless romantic. My wife and I started this podcast a year ago to give y'all insight to what we go through as a young black couple. But the honeymoon is over. Welcome to chapter two. Welcome to chapter two. <laughs> Sound a little Italian on that, right? On the two. <laughs> Yo, I love that intro still. <laughs> this is probably going to be me every, because um, we don't call them seasons, but every chapter, if we yeah. like redo it, I'm going to probably say the same thing for like the whole season. Like I love Which one you like better, the first one or the second one? Hmm. Ah. Probably the first one because that was our first like intro ever. So that's probably going to always be like my favorite because it's special. Yeah. But. I just love this one. Um, so thank you. Shout out to our producer, Ty, who is also some weeks our co-host. Yeah. And then <laughs> um, other weeks the therapist. The, yeah, and then other weeks the <laughs> therapist. Um, so thank you so much, um, Ty, for always hooking us up. We love it. And we, and we see that um, some of our other uh, friends are now coming to PVA Studios for their podcast needs. So that makes us very happy. So shout out to our friend Miss G, who is, by the way, running in, um, the, running in the marathon. The, um, the big marathon. Yeah, so like the huge one, the five borough, New York City, um, the official shit. I believe it's like 26 miles. Um, Something like that. <clears throat> marathon. So we want to give a big shout out to her and make sure that you guys check out her podcast when it airs. Um what is it? What's on it iTunes and, and no cocktails? What coins, coins, coins and cocktails? coins and cocktails. Yes, and um, we're gonna be. She's gonna be having an event very soon, and the launch of her podcast very soon. So make sure that you guys. Uh, I need to be on that. I got like two coins in my pocket. Right yeah, now. listen out for her. Um, yeah, because we be broke, so <laughs> we need some coins and light on the cocktails. Yeah. Um, but what's up, Moose? Um, everything. Really? Yes. Yeah, tell good. me about it. Tell me about it a little a, bit. Or tell them. Happy to be out of October. Yes, Broketober. I am so glad that month is over. AKA, yeah, Broketober. Yes. So, um, you know, the twins' birthday, Rochelle's birthday, my um, oldest son, Zuri's birthday is in that month. We had a, a good little. Your oldest son? Older. Oh, I was about to say. Uh, but you no, got to play not. it back? I thought that's what he said. I thought that's what you said. No. Nope. My bad. Yeah, it's all right. Um, yeah, so. We took him to Kalahari. Yes. And, and we had an a ball. <laughs> we had a really good time. Well, I guess according to you, since I didn't do anything but sit on my ass and talk to Sharice. Um, yeah, me and the kids had a great time. Yeah. Interacting in the hot tub. Yeah. And going whatever. to the wave pool. And oh, all of me both in the things, all of both of All of things that I did with them as well, but... You know, he's super dad, so he did it all by himself. I didn't no, participate I didn't, in any. You participated, just I wish I wish that I was just with you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Well, you the know, thing is, when you okay. when you when we got there, because it was six kids and three adults, so we kind of just in the beginning we kind of just split off and like one adult with two kids per. So like Sharice had Jason, Kevin, you had Zion Zuri, and I had Jetson and Nova, and then. I guess I had Kevin. Okay, well, you had three kids then, um, but when they walked up, I, she was with him. So that I guess that's why um, I thought that she did, that she was with him. Um, but so Jetson and like Zion and Zuri are not going to want to play in the the baby part, like the little kid area where Jetson and Nova could just run around. At least I didn't think so. And so when I took Jetson and Nova over there, and they were like splashing around and things of that nature. Nova got like really upset because uh, he fell coming off the water slide. <laughs> he did? And yeah, he was pissed. He was screaming to the top of his lungs. And so I was like, do you want to go again? He was like, no, I don't. I want daddy. Yeah, he was so Which funny. is like his new thing now. Anytime he is like upset about anything in life, um, whether he's with me or not. And then yeah. uh, I'll say, well, go to daddy. Then. And then he's like, I want mommy. Yeah. So I uh, Yo, he but, is so um, it was hilarious. We I had them all in the wave pool and um so Zion Zuri, they're like way up in the front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They everybody had the life jackets on it. And I'm holding Jetson in my arms mm-hmm. and um I had Nova, I was just holding his hand. 
So I'm looking around because I have Lil Kev and then I got Jay. So I'm like looking at them, making sure they all right. I'm like, everybody just give me the thumbs up if y'all okay. Mm-hmm. So they like, yeah, I look at Jetson. Jetson looking at me like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to move a little bit further back, brother. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So it was good, though. I'm I'm appreciative that we went. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy. Then when we came back, it was raining. Ugh. And it was The no weather was cabs. terrible. And we had a thousand people with us. Yeah, and... We were a couple of us had gotten sick. Like I didn't get in the water at all the second day because I was out of it. I had to take like a Dayquil and whatever. Because the thing is that it's really like it's nice and it's a cool temperature in the water park area. Yeah. But then the hotel is freezing. Freezing. And then the room was cold, and so then we had to like turn the heat all the way up in the room, and so it just I I got like I didn't feel well the um the second day, but I was glad that the boys um you know, enjoyed themselves. That was what was most important to me that they enjoyed their um, birthday trip. Yeah, we got to go back. Yeah, we definitely want to go back. Sharice was saying that we should go back without the kids. Yeah, let's do it. Without the kids. So, I mean, we that's do it. We could do that. Yeah. Um, that could other be than a that, date. Yeah, other than that, November is um, a pretty chill month. I have some stuff going on, like, work-wise. Um, but other than that, uh, November is, like, it's pretty chill. It's a good uh relaxed month after the craziness that was October and the awesomeness that shall be December because it is my birthday. Yeah. Um and we're going to LA. So yeah. I'm very excited about that. So if you guys are listening and you know about any cool happenings or any cool things um in LA or like any pop in Airbnb that you might have stayed at in LA, um please shoot me a DM um or Mustafa and let us know about it so that we can be all touristy and whatnot when we go to LA. So of course we're gonna go to like Roscoe's and um, you know, like the typical, you know, like LA things that we see from like off TV. But yeah. and we're oh, and we also got tickets to go to um twenty nine rooms. So I'm very excited about that because I was like devastated that I didn't get to go when it was I'm here st- during Fashion Week. I'm gonna start the hashtag on the hunt for a Kardashian. Oh Lord! <laughs> so while we out there, I'm like, oh, are we gonna find? Are we gonna see a Kardashian today? Yeah. Well, they're <laughs> in, like the rich people part. They're like in Calabasas, so we probably won't see them. But nah, they come out. They uh, well, maybe. Um, that's why it's going on the hunt. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And I then we're gonna so. use that uh that new Instagram joint that. Dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah. <laughs> the zoom the in zoom joint. In, um, if we find one. Dun, dun, dun. Um, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, but, but I yeah, definitely so, needed this break because uh-huh. yeah, d- December and then after that January we get like a little two month break until March, which is Black Tie. Mm-hmm. No, not really a break because all after New Year, then we're gearing up for that. So getting our looks together and yeah. you know like promoting it so people can buy tickets. Um, yeah, yeah. And we we'll, we will be doing some giveaways, not just yet. We've already done one, um, but in like the upcoming weeks we will be doing some giveaways. So make sure that you guys um, listen. It'll be a different one. Um, for about like four different weeks, we'll pick. Yeah. Um, and like to play a cool game or something to get um, um, you know, give out give some free tickets away for um, you know, a lovely couple um uh-huh. to come to the black tie, which is always a really fun time. Ty, we we got to get you there too. It's a yeah, please, super on, super dope um event. It's a benefit for Harlem Hospital, and it's a um this the the theme for 2018 is a royal ball. So it's like super, super glammed up, super dope. It's going to be an amazing time. So, um, you know, just keep keep listening and, um, you know, look out on our social medias. And um, we got to get better, too, with posting from the uh, the Happily Ever Muhammad page so that you guys can know, like, all of the happenings and everything that's going on. And um, Yeah, we'll, get, we'll yeah. get that train up. And Is this that event that y'all, I seen y'all last year and you was all decked out? You had the whole all white? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It is okay. that. With and that so, nice headpiece. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, y'all, y'all was, yeah, y'all was fresh. I was like, where y'all was going? That <laughs> was right down the block. I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. Yeah, so this year, um, it's not going to be in um, Harlem Hospital anymore. It's going to be in um, Riverside. Riverside. Um, the church, um, the right? church yeah, yeah. It's huge, huge, huge church. Um, um, over it's on the west side but it's on like riverside uh like right off the the highway over there and it's beautiful and it fits so perfectly with the theme you know the royal theme so it's gonna be really dope it's gonna be really really dope um but so let's get into the topic um for this week the topic is the big doom the the big d yeah (laughs) so we are 
talking about divorce um so don't worry people we are not getting divorced um, yeah we just be having conversations yeah, we about just, divorce not per se yeah us not us divorced. yeah not us getting divorced um but we just talk you know like to have a lot of um just really in-depth conversations and i think um you know that like we've said plenty of times before it really helps because we're friends and so you know just like with your friend you get annoyed with each other you get you know whatever but also with friends you have these really deep like you know conversations about hypotheticals and things of that nature and so just walking one day on lunch um we try to um i try to spend as many lunches with mustafa as i can like on his lunch break and we just struck up like a really good conversation about divorce and we thought that it would be really dope to talk about it and get you guys feedback um you know on what we think about divorce yeah. as opposed to i guess kind of what really happens uh-huh um i mean divorce can be crazy you know, if you even like look on twitter and like if you follow and <laughs> like the funny people on twitter like that i follow they say uh there's no such thing as a divorce it's just a double homicide no goodness <laughs> but what does that mean it's like there's no there's no leaving that's like the the, uh, oh basically like both people die yeah that's oh it. okay there's got no, it there's no leaving there's a double homicide that's uh-huh. it or a homicide suicide I'm like damn these motherfuckers is crazy uh-huh. <laughs> well but i but i and but obviously even though you know because even me and you feel i mean i don't feel like we both should die but we but we don't think that we'll ever get a divorce we like we don't see divorce in the cards for us but i don't but most people don't but yeah but what he's saying or what they like what they mean is that if you try to leave I'm going to kill you mm-hmm. and then I'm going to kill myself or we're going to kill each other. Uh-huh. And that's it. I ain't with that type of thing. Well, obviously not. That's and that, but yeah, like but yeah, you that's said, that that's just jokes. Yeah, and, it's just jokes. But I mean. also, but we know in real life people get divorced. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like you get happens. married, you get in a situation. There's at least that one person think, in this room that got a divorce. Yeah. To my knowledge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> raise your hand if you've been divorced before. <laughs> Mustafa has his hand yeah. high in the sky. <laughs> yeah. He um he has actually been divorced. So tell us, I guess, um, I mean you can get as in depth as you'd like. Um, but like yeah. how, what was divorce like for you? Um, it was very confusing, I would say. It's very it's very confusing. Emotions are like high and things of that That's nature. That's an interesting word. And you never really like you know how people say you never really know what it is until you're in it <laughs> so uh-huh. it's much like marriage you uh-huh. never really know what... oh a divorce yeah. you're saying yeah. oh okay yeah. i thought so you meant you never... marriage no uh-huh. no divorce you never really know what it's like you hear people say well this is what's going to happen or this is what might happen but you never know until you actually going through it yourself and right. and have to figure it out and then if you lucky enough to have a good support system behind you when you go through it it's mm-hmm. less stressful mm-hmm. but if not it can be uh, some people killed themselves over divorce. Really? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's, it's it gets crazy, and then you know you hear all the you hear all of the like horror stories mm-hmm. of um. It's, yeah, I'm gonna say it, especially for like the man in the the divorce. Uh huh. Like the kids gone, half the money gone. Like, uh-huh. I'm broke, so you want to take half of nothing, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh-huh. You're welcome to half of a donut if you want it. But, uh-huh. um, yeah, so, like, the kids is gone. The, the money's gone. The house is gone. Uh-huh. Everything is gone. And you basically you're left with your pockets out, bunny ears. You know, they, right. that's what, uh, you know, our culture, they came up with the term cheaper to keeper. Right. Which is something I think we talk about before. Like, people mm-hmm. just in relationships and just for no reason. That's, like, one of them. That's, like, one of the dumb reasons i'm just uh-huh. i'm in it because if i'm out of it i gotta pay gotta half pay. and i uh-huh. ain't willing to pay like and i remember one time i think we, it was after we did the breast cancer walk it was me you and denisha we was walking mm-hmm. and i was saying like the amount of money that you get from just the happiness of what comes with it, it is worth it mm-hmm. you know what a peace of mind yeah the saying. peace of mind uh-huh. that comes like listen i don't have to deal with this type of thing anymore uh-huh. you know so if i gotta pay however much money a month in alimony or this down uh-huh. the third then that's fine with me, uh-huh. you know because yeah, basically you health. were saying like it's a small price to pay for a peace of mind and, yeah. and like true happiness and mm-hmm. you know things of that nature so i i could i see that i could like i could i think anybody could like respect or understand yeah. that um but confusing that was like an interesting word i didn't uh-huh. like realize that you would say confusing why what about divorce is confusing um like i was saying like the feedback that you get from others versus or like what your expectations of it is going to be Uh um and you never really know what's gonna happen because you never know what uh the other party 
and the the, the other party and the divorce is going to like say or uh-huh. what type of I want to say tricks they got up their sleeve, but you'll never know what angle they're gonna come from. Okay, like, you know, uh huh. You you have in your mind what you want. They have in their mind what they want, and then. You know, if you have lawyers, then your lawyers have to figure it out. I'm lucky that, you know, I didn't have too much of a issue when it came to the divorce. <laughs> Just don't, the, the, the process of it was very, it was very long and tedious, but I didn't have to go back like to lawyers and say, you know, and have a lot of like revisions made to, oh okay you know got you uh-huh because that's just like it's a contract basically mm-hmm. it's like look this is what's going to happen after mm-hmm. this is what i want and then if a person is like well i don't want you to have that mm-hmm. this is what i want mm-hmm. it wasn't a lot of back and forth it was pretty straightforward mm-hmm. that part of it now mm-hmm. the process was long i, I took a while mm-hmm. to get it done um but the actual what was going on and it wasn't mm-hmm. because uh like i was saying you hear from people like yeah uh you got to pay thirteen k a month mm-hmm. <laughs> in child support. You don't get to see the kid, the or the kids, and all that. I, I didn't have that, so I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Well, one thing that I would say that it, that kind of helps if like you, if you and a person are like active in a marriage yeah. and then get divorced, mm-hmm. sometimes that can be what makes it like tricky. But if you and a person are like actively not together, living separate, you know like have separate lives from each other uh-huh. like for at least you know a while uh-huh. then like the normalcy of that just continues on throughout the divorce process do you understand what i'm saying uh-huh. as opposed to like because you guys already had the child care situation in place uh-huh. the unfortunately the child support situation was already in place so there wasn't really much room for that as opposed to if you two were still actively together, actively raising the kids like under the same household and then a divorce came to play, uh-huh. then I think then it would have been like a trickier, more tedious thing because then you would have had to take that all that the same time that you weren't together to figure out, well, does this you having the kids this amount of time and me having them, this kids this amount of time, does that work? Uh-huh. Does, you know, how much money do you plan on giving me a month for support of the children or, you know, whatever the yeah. case may be. So because it was kind of like a, you guys were separated, not together, you know, kind of thing for a while, it, uh-huh. it kind of made that part of the process not so crazy, like you said, back and forth, because yeah. it kind of was already established. Basically. And then you look at like even with things like, uh, what was it, spousal support, which mm-hmm. is like alimony, like mm-hmm. so on top of child support, then you got spousal support, uh-huh. which can be another, you know what I'm saying? Another so it's a, yeah, another thing. thing. Well, do broke people about. have to go through that? Yeah. I mean, it's not sometimes it's not necessarily having to go through it, but the process of seeing if you have to go through it. So now you got to go to court and figure out if you got to pay that. Uh-huh. And then, you know, that takes more time. Uh-huh. There's the, the process of it, going uh-huh. through that. And then it's not like a fun thing to be in court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not like a fun thing to be in court um, and go through those type of personal issues mm-hmm. in court it's not fun so even the process of it like having to go back and then having to have another court date and then mm-hmm. having to have another court date and then have to serve this and then have to serve that and then all mm-hmm. that shit is, is whack really mm-hmm. um but it's it's a small price to pay like i said before mm-hmm. it's a small price to pay for the the result that you want mm-hmm. you know and in order for you to, you know, move on to the next step in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never um, been through a divorce. Um, I've been like on the outside and observed, you know, um, the happenings of one. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I just, and I hope that, you know, well, I hope that it's never me. But you know, if you know, for whatever, you know, forces of the universe that becomes my reality, I hope that I'm not like. Uh, you know, like one of those like bitter people going through it. Like, I hope that I just do what is in the best interest of our children. And, you know, we can come to some sort of resolve and move on like amicably. Uh-huh. And it just be like a smooth sailing thing. Not like, uh, I hate you and I want you to be miserable. And you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like one of those things. So I have a question, right? Yeah. Not in you, I guess, maybe in your divorce, but in divorce in general, right? Uh-huh. Who gets the friends 
Word, that's a good question, especially if y'all in a in a long term relationship. relationship or right. long, like even if you was like together for a long time before you actually got married and you had these friends that are um like shared friends. Right. I absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um where who who does get them? I guess you have to go back to see uh who friends were they originally? Right, like who's who were they really, really friends with first? Because like I've like I said, I've never been through a divorce, but I've been in a breakup and in a, like a long, you know, term like relationship. Mm-hmm. And I guess what what ultimately is because a lot of like the males were his friends first. Mm-hmm. They're still his friends, but I'm still very cool with them. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. like I could still call them if I needed them. They still when they see me, it's what's up. Like you know, like. You know, like we never like missed a beat. And then the females, I guess, so were more of my friends. Now, the family, though, that's another question. Uh-huh. Because if they are, say it's my ex's family, right? Mm-hmm. Are they still allowed, quote unquote, to be cool with me? Or am I still allowed to be cool with them? Like, I guess, but then I guess that's a point of how, well, how deep did the relationship go because like I, like a lot of the kids in his family like i watched them grow up so i'm not gonna not deal with them do you know if what I'm you're saying? in the same environment yeah just because i'm not right yeah. like now maybe i'm not like flying into the, the city to see them or whatever uh-huh. the case may be but of course because we still live in a close proximity if uh-huh. i see them i'm it's i'm gonna always love them yeah. they're gonna always be you know like i would never be like well you're not my nephew anymore or you're not my niece anymore like you know what i'm saying like to me that's kind of corny if that there was like a long-standing relationship that you built with them and you basically known them since they were born or babies or you know uh-huh. but what do you think um yeah i mean it's it is kind of weird because at you you can't tell grown people who to be friends with mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like i can't tell my sister or my brother like i don't want to hear you i don't want to see you or hear about you talking to my ex-girlfriend or my ex-wife they're like man grown i can mm-hmm. do what i want because sometimes they they establish their own relationships with them mm-hmm. I mean, I, what i can just ask is like at least when y'all together don't be talking about me please mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying don't don't allow the person to talk ill about me because then it makes our family look weak i mm-hmm. mean that makes sense right but i think there's conditions to that because to me you could very well say that or like if it, I can ask, I can ask. That doesn't mean that it's gonna happen, but at least give them a heads up. Like you know, you know how would that's, that 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 just is the wrong thing. But I can't say not to be a person friend because you, uh, you may be just on the same level as that person. Well, you know, th- but y'all might be, y'all might be very just as corny. <laughs> y'all might be very uh, alike. Alike. Uh-huh. So if you know, but I, I'm well, so then yeah. I'll speak for me. Uh-huh. I would say right, like if it was. Um, me mm-hmm. and I and like the the person like was doing me wrong. I mm-hmm. would very much ask my family to not fuck with the person. Uh-huh. I very much would. No, uh-huh. and and if you chose to, and and because I would almost feel like I was wouldn't even be something that I needed to say. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, it would be like, well, you know everything that happened. Why would you still want to deal? with that person so yeah. then that would more so be my conversation like why would you still want to fuck with them and then maybe i would not have to reevaluate my relationship with you family or not uh-huh. do you understand what i'm because it's like yeah. why mm-hmm. because what whatever y'all have in common is not more shouldn't be more important than my relationship with you uh-huh. and if somebody is doing me wrong you should take that as a an, uh direct offense to you Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's my whole thing. I would be like, and and even vice versa. If I did my ex wrong and I, I dogged him out and you know whatever the case may be, I was cheating or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would a thousand percent understand if he told his family, like y'all bugging if y'all still fuck with her, uh-huh. and if you still deal with her, don't deal with me then. Uh-huh. And I'm saying babies and little kids that I thought was my nieces and nephews. If he asks them, don't speak to her or like I don't want, I don't ever want to catch you talking to her. I would have no choice but to respect that because I was wrong. But that would be if you if you believe that you were wrong. You know, sometimes people have this uh, feeling like they aren't wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so that would be you being mature enough to say, yeah, I did kind of do a lot of whack shit. So I could understand why. Uh-huh. Some people, like we say all the time, uh-huh. is they can do no wrong. Right. To them. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh-huh. And they'll fight you tooth and nail to, to keep that belief alive. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So, and then the, what the 
the story will be is whatever the other person did. Right. You know what I'm saying? Very true. So, I mean, that would just be if you was taking accountability for yourself. And then sometimes people, people like need that uh, support. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. get it from somewhere else. You don't got to get it from my fucking family <laughs> and my friends. Like, what kind uh, of bullshit is that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just my, mm-hmm. my like. So that's what I would say about who, like, but who gets the friends, I think is the same is if, now what if this is a, this is a different question what if uh you they were your friends first mm-hmm. but me they got a deeper relationship with me mm-hmm. throughout the the course of our relationship like mm-hmm. they me and your friend got real real close mm-hmm. when we like aren't together anymore do they just no cut, cut you off no. or, or cut me but, off because you know well originally i was actually friends so you know all this time and things that we did together and all uh-huh. this uh support that you've given me and all that you know i'm gonna have to kind of like go back to my the origin mm-hmm. you know or what do they do or do they just stay friends with both and just be uncomfortable i think the <laughs> term of the breakup determines that yeah so like if you they were my friend first Mm -hmm. they got very close with you you guys got like you know really really Mm -hmm. close like y'all text and shit more than me and the person did um ultimately i think that um or in the end rather Mm -hmm. i think that the terms of what happened so if you like whoop my ass and put me in the hospital or some shit and i'm like yeah i'm i cannot you know it's over Mm -hmm. i can't be with this guy anymore i would think that they wouldn't want to be friends with you anymore or they may say you have a problem Mm -hmm. and i think that maybe you need to like get help or whatever the case may be and maybe eventually you guys can will be able to be cool maybe not as cool as you were but just still be be there to offer support to the both of us i guess yeah because i was going to say like i get i get where you're going however what if that was their time because uh, yeah i did something horrible but i still needed like i did something horrible right but that person as a friend because a friend is a very strong term at very me, true very right? true he's like yo you did some dirty sh-. like you that, that was whack of you but you know what we you're gonna go to anger management i'm gonna set it up and you know you know i'm gonna keep tabs and we're gonna talk i'm gonna get you through this because you know you can't do that like i love you you're my friend and there's obviously something going on that you're not taking care of and you was there for me for my xyz abc mm-hmm. you know you were there for me for that so i'm gonna i want to take this on with you and i'm gonna get you through this um because that's what i feel like i need so to do so what as happens to the girl laid up in the hospital would i ask whoop then yeah i mean i'm not saying nothing i'm just saying that that can also be a a, a conversation with the the with me if i'm because i'm the beater uh-huh. and but then, do you do you feel like the friend do you feel like the girl in the hospital has every right to be upset with the friend for still choosing to be friends with you oh i don't know i don't know about every right but i mean people have a right a right i don't know mm-hmm. about every right she could be like how could you do this and you'd be like well listen this this person is my friend too and i know they did this to you but, and you need support and that person is a human and they need support too Mm, I, I guess <laughs> you know i mean that's a one way it could go or it could mm-hmm. go like which exactly what you were gonna say like mm-hmm. you know you can't do that i can't fuck with you mm-hmm. um and i'm gonna support her the mm-hmm. best that's, that's because also I mean, an option because i mean think about it we've had conversations and i mean this is just because we're speaking about this hypothetical scenario yeah. but we've had conversations about you know like you feeling like People need to hold people accountable when yeah. they do like whack shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, like people just be just so like easy to sweep shit under the rug. Like, well, he ain't do it to me, so yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I think that's one of those times. Where it's like, nah, bro. Like that was some bullshit. And maybe not ever fuck with you again, but kind of put you on ice. Like you need to really like reevaluate and like think about everything that you have like going on with yourself, and yeah, you know, get help basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's all dependent on the person because, you know, support is support. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say that that's fair-weathered friends, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, if you could be there through the wedding, mm-hmm. then you could be there through the divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, if if everything is fine and we pop it and everything is cool and you love us so much together and this, that, and the third, when things is taking a shitty turn or it, it has taken a shitty turn, then... That's not the time to be like, oh, well, I, I don't want to, 
you know mm-hmm. i'm just you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. a little bit but it, it is very i mean tricky. yes it yes is very it tricky. is tricky it is tricky I de- and i definitely mm-hmm. understand that but i just think ultimately the terms of how it ends yeah kind of like says yeah whatever goes whatever goes towards your your moral compass your integrity your characteristic your, your character uh-huh you know however that treats that person so i mean basically whoever gets the friend who gets the friends is undecided would you mm-hmm. say I w- so yeah. happily ever muhammad who gets the friends undecided okay got it that's fine all right um did we say who gets the family you want to do who gets <laughs> I think I guess who get, who gets the family is just kind of like family is another is just as tricky because it's like just because you and that person aren't together um, anymore unless they pick a clear side. Uh-huh. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because it could be my family, but the, and they know that I was wrong. But simply because they're my family, they like, well, I guess it's fuck Mustafa now. Yeah. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, even if I was the wrong one. Uh-huh. And so I could completely understand you feeling a way about that. It's like, uh-huh. I didn't do shit to her. Like, we was cool. Like, uh-huh. you know, like, damn, like why I had to say, like, uh, you know, I don't want to keep cursing, but say like, F me because uh-huh. me and her are not together anymore, especially and she did the BS to me. Yeah, I mean, and and this is a clear, this is when you have like a clear, I guess, offender, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, and a, a, a clear ender. Yeah, true. <laughs> the person who ended it. Well, what if it? it but what if it the just lines are blurred? Like, just like, uh, you know, this thing is really not working out. I felt like we put our best effort. I don't really see us moving in the right, di- the same direction. Then it's no need to choose. Then it's like. Then you both can keep the friends. You both can get the family. family uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then you know. I don't know, you know, based off my experience is different. I might be a little bit jaded. I'm like, <laughs> who gets the family? I guess whoever the family, whoever the family fuck with, I guess. Uh-huh. Whoever they're more uh, relatable, relatable to. Relatable to? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, it, which it, it which is unfortunate. It developed. No, I mean, it's, it, it's not unfortunate because um, it's not unfortunate because it helps you to see like mm-hmm. who's, who is really there, you know, and it shows people show themselves sometimes mm-hmm. in times of adversity people show themselves and, mm-hmm. and maybe those aren't people that you should stay clear of anyway anyway Fair, that's true too that's true too family or not you know what i'm saying that's true uh, too just like uh when we were saying with denisha on that time with uh sunny from bronx tale when he was telling him like look that man when i was telling you how the friend would always duck him for like what was it like twenty dollars or some shit uh-huh. and then, uh so Sonny was telling him, like, look, man, he he doing you a favor. For $20, he told you that he wasn't really your friend. Mm-hmm. You know? And now you don't never have to worry <laughs> about being Now you don't never got to deal with him no more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So he told him who he was. So I look at it like that. I take a lot of, like, gems from movies and, and lyrics and shit like that and mm-hmm. apply it. Um, so them, those people showed themselves and i mm-hmm. i seen them i saluted them like thank you mm-hmm. for you sure know? for uh-huh. this, this, the small price of my divorce showed yeah. me exactly yeah. who you people are that's yeah. true too so it's cool that's it, true it's cool and people are friends with who they want to be friends with and that's fine mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um who gets the kids uh to me out to me is always going to be <sighs> not always damn it, to me it should be both yeah, I agree. I think it should be both. And I it, it either like a 50-50 split or as much as, you know, both parent can yeah. can yeah. handle, whether yeah. it be because of work or, mm-hmm. you know, because we do have to understand that everybody, you know, doesn't have conventional jobs. Some people work night or, you know, whatever. And then if you were together and the person was working night and, you know, it was okay, we can't now expect because me and you are not together anymore. Yeah. Well, now you, well, then you're going to have to get a new job because you have to have these kids on X, Y, Z days. And, yeah. You know, so, um, you know, 50-50 is obviously, you know, the best. Um, but as much as you can, I would say, as you guys can like work out to make it feasible to, to do so. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like that's true. I feel that that is like the the textbook answer. However, like in real life, it may be something different. You never really know. And that, again, unfortunately, that comes with with the term of the breakup. Sometimes, like the mom or the the the, the dad, whoever wasn't the the ender. Uh huh. <laughs> whoever wasn't the ender would be like, well, look, listen, I don't want. I don't want them just to see you ever because if you was bad for me, right. you're going to be bad, bad for, for them. Kids, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it ain't like just because we broke up, you magically turned into a good person. I still mm-hmm. think you're a psychopath. Right. I don't want my kids around you. Right. And 
that's that. Even though your perception might be the, the total opposite. I'm like, well, actually, I think you're the psychopath and I don't want my kids around you. Uh-huh. So I was like, well, then that's when you got to go to the courts, uh-huh. have, go to an unbiased person and they figure it out. Uh-huh. What works best, who has the best uh, living, accom- who wouldn't uh, alter the accommodations of the, of the kids. Uh-huh. Um, and then they, they choose and then you got to deal with that. And yeah. again, that comes with the cost of, yeah, that's another price that comes with the cost of whatever your peace of mind is going to be. Uh-huh. You have to be willing to to deal with whatever goes, however it goes, uh-huh. you know, in real life. Uh-huh. Well, speaking of <laughs> peace of mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a rant um, that happened by um, the singer and actor Tyrese, um, this you know, past week uh, over social media. Yeah. Um, he's going through some um, custody and visitation issues um, with his ex-wife over uh, their daughter, who yeah. was, I believe, 10 years old. Her name is Shayla, the little girl. Shayla. Um, yeah. And um, his uh, peace of mind does not seem to be intact and mental health does not seem to be intact right now because now from my opinion is he's going through you know this and ranting and doing all this because he's you know really distraught over like missing his daughter yeah. social media however seems to just think he's batshit crazy and this is probably the reason why the the mother doesn't want the little girl around um him anymore I think more so people's perception of what of who Tyrese is, they was like, I don't want to say they was happy. They were just, you know, kicking somebody, you know, kicking him while he was down because mm-hmm. I guess they felt maybe he, I don't want to say arrogant. I don't really, I don't really know him. They do, they do think he's yeah. like a loud mouth. I don't know him personally enough to say he's arrogant. I know sometimes the things he say just sounds off to me personally. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So they like, it's like the, it's like the bully in the class or the person that thinks they're all that in the classroom and then they <laughs> slip on a banana pill and everybody's like, ah, that's what you get for uh-huh. slipping on the fucking, like that's what you get for being an asshole all the time. You uh-huh. know, people like wanted to see him take a loss, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that, that's a heavy type of loss to take. Yeah. Like, people don't give a fuck. The internet is, the internet yeah. is, un- the internet don't give a fuck about yeah, anything. Yeah, that's like, that's, I guess if that's they more they feel so like you got thing. it coming and it come to you, they gonna, they gonna give it to you. Even if they don't feel like you got to come, if it's, if it's something to entertain them and make them laugh, they're going to give it to you and mm-hmm. you just got to eat it. And I think because he displayed it on social media, he displayed it on the Internet. My personal opinion is you can't really be too upset at what mm-hmm. people do, because you could have you could have called somebody. You could have called Dr. Dre, who was your friend. You could have called somebody and had that same type of conversation with them like, yo, this shit is fucked up. I'm going through all this could have cried your eyes out and -hmm. nobody on the internet would have known and Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have been able to critique or they wouldn't have been able to have an opinion based off of what's going on but you put Mm -hmm. it on the internet Mm -hmm. so it's open for critique i mean i i agree with you however i just think like some things I mean, even though we know the internet is undefeated and social media can't beat the internet yeah it's crazy um I just think that it's like certain things that like people really don't have like a limit. And I think that that's wrong because if you think it's funny to he that the rock him and the rock are beefing, that's funny. Like that's jokes. That's like nobody gives a fuck. Like he has like rich people problems. Like nobody cares that, you know, you're fighting over millions, fighting over a movie. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like that make a banter, a laugh, a joke about it all day. Uh Um, But the kid thing, I think it's like people are heartless. Like they don't give a damn. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, he's a baby. And, you know, like I don't understand how people get mad that people put their opinion out there, but then crucify them for their own opinion. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I think like he like people were pissed that he said he would just rather his wife or his girlfriend not wear weave. How the fuck are you mad about that? Oh. Like, why do you care what he feels oh, is like? Is that the reason why they was laughing at him? Or that was the reason why they was happy about what happened to him because of those type of statements? Yes. Or some people, that's like, Yes. Oh. Because, like, those type of things. Like, rub like, people the even, wrong way. Yeah, they rub people the wrong way because, like, how dare you to nerve you? Your mother probably wear a wig, like, you know, ugly bitch. <laughs> like, shit like that. But it's like, how I don't understand how people could ever be mad at somebody's personal preference. 
Yeah. All he's saying is he doesn't feel like his woman mm-hmm. should have to do so. So, of course, then they attack the girl, you know, and be, a, you know, a black queen and all this, that, and the third. Then, of course, they d- attack his wife and who he's married to. And he's like, but my wife doesn't wear weave. And they're like, oh, but she's not black. And this, and he's like, actually, yes, she is. <laughs> like, you know, it's like shit like that. It's like, but why do y'all care so much? I wear weave and I wouldn't be offended by that. Uh-huh. Like it would not bother me. Like there's people that I'm around that that tell me all the time, "Why do you wear weaves? You don't have to because I want to." Yeah, the it's end. A choice. Yeah. Is it like you know, like that doesn't that like I don't like there's people that, that, that tell me that I shouldn't wear it, and I'm I don't care that deep into getting upset with them because mm-hmm. they don't feel like it's something that I should do. He's simply talking about what he feels and what's his own preference, and it's things uh-huh. like that to get people in such an uproar that people like you said feel like he is arrogant or you know uh-huh. whatever the case may be and so but i just don't think that his situation with his daughter because like you see that he like and i do think that some of the things he did were like a little creepy you know like he flew a banner over the daughter's school that said like i love you shayla or shayla rocks or some shit like that and it's like that's the last thing you need to be doing when you're in court you uh-huh. understand what i'm saying for going through like shit like that just seems weird you know uh-huh. so those things i could see people having a comment or like maybe that was like a little bit off because like you said when you put things out there in social media and you know whatever the case may be you you know you kind of put it it's open to attack basically i guess yeah. so stuff like that i could see but for anyone that would feel like like oh maybe he doesn't deserve the little girl or i had that's good for him i think that that's wrong yeah because they don't like again they don't know the whole story they don't know they they're giving a full opinion based mm-hmm. off a of half a story well the story basically was from what was in the media was yeah. that she didn't allow he gave her daughter a, he gave his daughter a spanking like two months ago mm-hmm. and i guess when she went back home she told the mother or whatever and the mother didn't allow her to go back mm-hmm. over there again and so they had a restraining order against him and they had uh they had opened like child a child abuse uh yeah. Uh, I don't. What do you call it? Like a petition, child something. abuse case but, against yeah, him. Thank think, you. But that was dropped. Yeah, yeah it was just. Yeah, the child finished. abuse case um was dropped because, and I feel like that. I felt like that was ridiculous. It's uh-huh. like not that like everybody is not like you. Everybody, some some people still do believe in spanking, and some kids need their ass. But what? maybe like yeah, but it was. I think. Yeah, they determined whether it, it was ex- upset, uh, uh, excessive, excessive, uh-huh. thank you. or not. Or not, and it, if it was just because you have a case open doesn't mean that it's founded. It right, could be, a case could be open and it could be found that it was unfounded. Right, and there's plenty of people yeah. that have had like ACS cases on yeah, them so, or whatever. So whatever, so that that's done. And uh, but I think the reason why it blew up so much was because of what he was putting because she wasn't putting i don't well i don't know i don't follow him we don't yeah i don't know what she was doing Uh i don't know what she was doing but it was mostly because of him and how big his platform is Uh so that's why it got so big because of how big his platform is right so if he wanted it a low profile type of thing then he had the power to do that Mm -hmm. he had the power to make it Mm -hmm. as public or as private as he wanted it to be he Mm -hmm. chose what he chose and that's what he got Mm-hmm. So what um, when we were having this um, conversation initially, you said something that I thought was very interesting about um, what uh, Artemis said about as far as like Will Smith. Yeah. Goes. Oh yeah, with that. Um, so this uh, person, I don't even know, it's a guy. Yeah, we don't know <laughs> what it is. On uh, Instagram, Artemis, he uh, he was saying about how um, Will Smith, he, you know, he had a, he had a wife. He, he had a divorce before. Um, and before he married Jada, he was with somebody. He had a child. It was Trey. Trey. Uh-huh. And so he was like, the reason why Will Smith is good is because he took that money and he paid his way. Like, he, he gave Shorty uh, all the rights to Fresh Prince. So, uh-huh. you know, he cut that check for her, gave that to her, like, look, you good. And I guess that was that satisfied her so he don't have to, he don't have too much of a, of uh issue with her. So it made it more... uh I don't want to say cordial, but it made it more smooth, the transition more smooth from mm-hmm. his old life mm-hmm. to his new life. And I guess what he was saying was with Tyrese, it was like she won everything. Mm-hmm. Like and, and she gonna black on you <laughs> and she gonna she gonna do everything because of the taste that you left in her mouth mm-hmm. after the breakup. Mm-hmm. 
So he was saying Will Smith will forever be good because he he knew exactly what he had to do mm-hmm. to get Shorty off his back, and that's what he did. So he'll be forever good. And she can't get none of his new money or the big money because of you know what they put in the language in the in the divorce, divorce. contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that's a, that, again, that's something that you have to think of. And I guess he was like, "Look, I don't give a fuck." You know, speak about Tyrese, like, "I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna give her nothing. She, mm-hmm. damn, she ain't worth this. She ain't worth that." But she got that power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly, know? and you don't you don't realize that power that they got until they start flexing it. Uh-huh. Like, oh damn! Oh wait, I can't. But I'm rich. Uh-huh. I'm this. I'm famous. But I wonder. <laughs> my question to you is: just because they they can flex, I guess, this certain like muscle or certain uh-huh. power, should they? Uh, depends. I mean, it depends on like we say with whatever it is. But some people do it because they like angry upset Mm -hmm. torn bitter or because it's deserved Mm -hmm. like you don't deserve to have a free uh stress-free life you put all this stress off on me so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give it to you i'm gonna give it back to you times 10 right so whatever i can do it whatever's in my power to do is what i'm gonna do right yeah i guess i could understand that um well that's pretty much oh well yeah Wait, go ahead. I was going to ask if, uh, are we all caught up on This Is Us? We, oh, we are not. I don't think we talked about This Is Us for like the last two weeks, actually. Word, we need to, y'all got to follow, y'all got to keep, we got to, we got to talk about that, people. What's up? What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Um, so This Is Us, if you guys don't know, is like our favorite show right now. Word. Um, it is amazing. The, Mm -hmm. the writing is incredible. The characters are perfect. Um, and I think I cry every episode. My Kate's having a baby. Yes. <laughs> so um Kate, which is the twin, the uh the female twin, uh oh well she is she a twin? Uh triplet. <laughs> she She's, so they were triplets and then yeah. one passed away. Um but so this Word. is the female sister. Yeah. Um she's having a baby. <laughs> she's like struggling with her weight. Uh-huh. And she's having um a baby. Kevin is is addicted to pain medication. Mm-hmm. Um and Randall is just struggling to stay perfect. <laughs> I guess if you want to say yeah. they um they adopted um Deja. a little girl, yeah, Deja, uh a teenager. Um and there's like some struggles, you know, as you could imagine with that. Uh, what else is happening? Um, the last episode, the dad, the dad. Um, I don't know if he died at the end or he, well, he is dying. And oh, but not the the not Jack. Jack's dad. Yeah, Jack's is that his dad. name? His name is Jack. Yeah, I yeah, so. I think uh-huh. so. Yeah. How it's going to be our favorite character. We and we don't, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, Jack. It's He's Jack. He's the good guy. Yeah, the great guy. <laughs> um, Jack's dad uh, died, I believe. Mm. Um, he, like, hates his dad. Him and his dad didn't have, like, a really good uh, relationship growing up. His dad was, like, a drunk, mm-hmm. um, which was, I think, um, the mother's only issue with him ever was his drinking. Um, so that was, like, a, that's, like, I guess... Uh, him turning into his dad, I guess, in a small sense, uh-huh. um, because he he's he was like struggling with um, with alcohol, and we don't know yet um, how how he dies, how Jack dies. how Jack dies, but mm-hmm. we do know um, we're learning the beginning of how the mom and Miguel ended up um, getting together. So it's an amazing show. If you don't watch, um, please watch was, it. And Miguel was Jack's uh, close friend. He was like, like one. Of, he was like his best friend. Yeah. Um. So she's a thought. Who? I guess we would say. <laughs> I don't a, think so. She's a thought in our culture. Um, maybe to our culture, they our culture probably thinks she's like ridiculous. But I, I, there probably was as the show will unfold. There probably was so much comfort that she was able to find in him. Like mm-hmm. hearing stories about Jack and things of that nature, because she was by herself all the way yeah. from when he died when they were kids up until she was old. Because uh-huh. um, she, she was old when her and Miguel got, yeah, you know, together. So um, we, you know, is yet to be seen. If you do not watch this as us, please binge watch season one, and you can catch up on it's maybe like I think like four or five episodes into um, season two. Please watch it. We love it. 
Um, yeah, comment, talk to us, hit us in the DM. Yes, please, on the um, Happily Ever Muhammad page on Instagram and uh, Facebook. We have a right. Facebook page, too. We never really yeah. talk about the fa- Facebook. Don't yeah. get much love, but... Happily Ever Muhammad, the podcast. Yes. Yeah, we on Facebook. Like us. Yes. Subscribe. Please, please do that. And um, within the next week, for all of you guys that have list, uh, that reached out to me about um, couples wanting to uh, join us and be on the show... Um, we'll be sending out an email between this week and next, uh, you know, about, uh, just like the requirements and all the things necessary to get you guys on to yeah, thank you and the thank podcast. You for, yep. Thank you for all the inquiries. We appreciate it. Yes. And we will be getting back to you shortly. Very, very shortly. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I guess we can wrap up. Let me see one, one thing I love about you, um, is your ability to, bounce back i think that you um you probably go through like a lot of um emotions daily um with me with the kids um you know with the passing of two of your really close friends and um on most days you're still able to you know bounce back and still be you know the mustafa that you know myself and the kids that we love and so I appreciate you for that and I love you for that. Um one thing that I love about you is uh just how warm you are <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> no, I one thing I love about you is just how um, much you care and how active you are when I and what I mean by that is that some people like have ideas and they like they talk about that their ideas for forever it mm-hmm. seems um but you talk about an idea and then the next day you working on it <laughs> if it's not the same day and uh-huh. it's like whoa what you doing you're like well, you forgot I told you yesterday I said oh I thought you just meant like that was something that you had like a goal like you had wanted to reach I didn't know that that was like <laughs> you're like yeah i'm gonna reach it today (laughs) (laughs) like you don't like you don't talk just to talk and i Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things that i love about you well thank you very much yeah well guys this was another amazing episode damn how you gonna say it was amazing already you gotta let see you being arrogant do you gonna be like tyrese oh god (laughs) well it was a good conversation to me yeah yeah thank you i I enjoyed yes um this was another good conversation (laughs) episode (laughs) of happily ever muhammad the podcast um thank you guys so much for listening and we will be back next week kels g what's up yes Uh, congrats yes uh, congrats on running the five the the The, 26k new york city marathon yes yes shout outs to y'all do the damn we love you guys and we are very 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 proud of you What's up, loved ones? We thank y'all for tuning in every week. If y'all love us like y'all say y'all do, subscribe, rate us, and if you're feeling extra dope, leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on the podcast by searching Happily Ever Muhammad. Muhammad spelled M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. Again, that's Happily Ever Muhammad. Also, please remember to follow the Instagram page, Happily Ever Muhammad. You can follow my wife, Ashley, at Iconic Ash, E-Y-E-C-O-N-I-C-A-S-H, and you can Follow me at Vietnam Khan, V-I-E-T-N-A-M-K-H-A-N. Everything helps. We thank y'all for the love. One.